Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Jen Otero. And this is Melanie Wise. We are so glad that you've joined us today. We are continuing on our series about the topic of boundaries. And today we are going to really be focusing in on what boundaries look like in specific relationships with others. I will keep saying this probably from week to week, but if you have not listened to the first few shows on this specific series, we really encourage you to go back. It'll set a really great foundation for you in understanding where we're going Mm -hmm. today. So I actually would really encourage you to hit pause and go back (laughs) and really listen to these in order because we really kind of have been building off Mm -hmm. of each week. And so our first week of this series, we talked about what is boundaries. And I think that would be very helpful for you to know in going into today's conversation. So I would really encourage you to go back and listen to anything that you've missed. How many times on Mercy Talk have we said, stop listening? Yes. (laughs) Go back. Go back. (laughs) But I think it'll be really important. So today as we really, as we talk through just boundaries in relationships specifically, what does that kind of look like? Two weeks ago, we talked through and just discussed what what was the model that Jesus gave us when it came to being a boundaried person? Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of those. And so two weeks ago, we talked about that. And we've been talking a lot from the book Boundaries by Henry Cloud and John Townsend. And so that is also another reference and referral that we really encourage you to check out. But a quote from their book, they really expand on the importance of boundaries from God's perspective. And we want to hit on that starting today. They say, when God rescued his people from the Egyptians, he taught them his laws, his principles, his ways. These proved to be life to them, but they had to learn them, practice them, and fight many battles to internalize these principles of faith. It's the same with boundaries. Our relationship Our responsibility is to learn them, practice them, appreciate them, experience the freedom they give us, and then love others the way God intends for us to. And so this entire series so far, we've been talking a lot about how to do boundaries and what boundaries are and that Jesus gave us permission. But ultimately, it always comes back to the heart of the matter, which is the fact that boundaries in relationship are actually an act of love, Mm -hmm. that they really are a place of us loving ourselves and loving other people. And we've talked on and on and on about how sometimes that place of boundary can feel so difficult because it feels mean or it feels like it's going to be hurtful or there's a lot of fear or guilt attached to it. But ultimately, boundaries are meant to be put in place because they are acts of love for us and others. And is it interesting that when things are really rooted in the right things, we have a lot of attack and a lot of difficulty that can tend to come against those things to try to compartmentalize it for something that it's not. Suddenly I feel guilty or feel fearful when ultimately when I put this in place, it positions me me to love myself better, to love Mm -hmm. other people better, and ultimately to bring so much more health to my life and to my relationships. And so that's really where we want to start off with as we talk through boundaries and relationships and some of the specific relationships we have in our lives, what that looks like. Just kind of setting the stage as we talk that through today. Yeah, it's just, it's so worth it. It's so worth it in the end, whenever Mm -hmm. you're operating in a healthy place yourself, but also with other people. And when you can get to that place, which is an ongoing process. Process. Right. And it's an ongoing thing to keep your eyes on and to keep watch on. But man, when you're really functioning in a healthy way yeah. with other people and with yourself, it is so worth that hard work that you may have to put into it on the front end. And so if you've been following the series, you know that we have discussed a lot about what boundaries are. Last week, we really focused in on how to set them, how mm-hmm. to set healthy boundaries with other people and how to have some of those hard conversations that can come along. But today we want to really just discuss some of the very specific ways that boundaries play out in 
different relationships that we have in our lives with marriage or yep. kids or coworkers or whatever it might be. All of these different relationships that we have in our life give us ample opportunity to practice <laughs> yes. setting boundaries with other people and holding true to those boundaries. And, you know, you're going to see that they look a little bit different from different relationships. And I found that, man, you know, even since I've just gotten married a little over a year ago, looking at what boundaries looks like with a spouse is very different. Mm-hmm. And well, not very, there are just different aspects of it that are very unique to each relationship. And so I think it's a really good thing for us to kind of unpack what those can look like in different specific relationships. Next week, we're going to really focus in on boundaries as a helper. Right. So that if that is something that really resonates with you, if you're a, if you minister to other people, help other people, which I hope that anybody listening to this at some right. level does that, then we encourage you to, to check out our conversation next week because we're going to really focus in on that one. But, you know, today I think we want to look at some just different relationships that are very common for, for most people. One of those being marriage and what that looks like in a marriage. Like I said, that's been something that I've been exploring <laughs> at a whole new level, which is why I love that Cloud and Townsend have different books for boundaries of different types of relationships. Mm-hmm. And there is one that they have that is boundaries in marriage. And I just recently finished that book because I realized that I had learned a lot about interpersonal boundaries and what that looks like with other people. But I'm like, man, this is a whole different ballgame than you're married and, you know, (laughs) two become one. And so boundaries looks very different in this setting. And what does it look like? And so that book has been so very helpful for me. And I really encourage any of you who are married to go and check that one out. But this can really involve anything from, you know, uh, uh, taking on way more responsibility for other people for your spouse and like picking up after them and cleaning up after them or even in, you know, having conversations with them and setting boundaries on what's going to be discussed outside of this home with with parents mm-hmm. or with friends. And when I share things with you, that this is meant to be confidential between the two of us. Even things, you know, I've, I've found for me personally that I will very quickly sometimes take on responsibility for other people's emotions. And so if I need to share something that might be hard, but I know it's something that I need to be honest and share with you, but I I know that it's possible that it's going to hurt your feelings a little bit or that it might make you angry. I don't want to share it. Mm -hmm. And so I then take on responsibility for somebody else's feelings and maybe don't share. And I feel like that is so common in marriage. Like I don't want to share something that might be hurtful to another person, and because I don't want them to be hurt or to be angry, I'm not going to share it mm-hmm. and not be honest and not be vulnerable and real with my spouse. And that can really break things down quickly. And so in that way, that is literally taking on the responsibility for somebody else's feelings. Now, I think it's very important that we always remember, especially when it comes to marriage, like that you are responsible to them. You are responsible right. to love them, to care for them, to selflessly serve them. Absolutely, yes. But you're not responsible for them, even in your marriage. You're that's not responsible right. for the other person. So I think that's one that can be almost the hardest whenever you are, you know, looking at your spouse and, mm-hmm. and you are one with that person. What does it look like to not be responsible for them, but to them? I think it's a really good one to explore. Oh my I encourage you to check out that book. Yes. And really the, the other area that we talk about that I get so passionate about as a mama mm-hmm. is what does it look like to have boundaries with our kids? Yes. 
a doozy. That's a doozy. Yeah. But I think it does start even as we've talked over the last couple of weeks. I need to know what boundaries look like for me before I'm ever in a position to teach them. Mm-hmm. You know, as a marriage, you are one here, mano y mano. You yes. know, you're on the same level. So you're working that out and figuring that out together. But when it starts coming to your children or your nieces and nephews or your grandchildren or, you know, your spiritual sons mm-hmm. or daughters, it doesn't even have to be biological children, but kids that are in your world that you have a voice in their lives. It's something to be said about making sure that you know that that looks like for you. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean you have it on lockdown, but it certainly means that you are in a pretty healthy place, that you have some boundaries in your life so that you're then able to understand the power they hold for you. That's what allows us to be passionate about making sure our children or the children in our world are given permission mm-hmm. and have space to set boundaries. A couple of weeks ago, I was sharing the story about one night I was studying with my daughter over geometry. She's in sixth grade. <laughs> and she was very set on the fact that she needed to study it a certain way. And I was pushing to study it the way that I thought it needed to mm-hmm. be studied. And she did such a good job of saying, Mom, I know how I need to study this for me to do well on the test. Even though she did not use the word boundary, mm-hmm. she was setting a boundary. Mm-hmm. Back off, Mom. <laughs> I know what I need to do. And as she continues to grow into new levels of independence. I have as a mom and my husband have really positioned her to have permission to set boundaries. Do I like it sometimes? Of course not. It's not comfortable. I kind of still think I know a little better than she does. (laughs) But ultimately, if I have since she was little given her permission to set boundaries in our home and to let us know respectfully where she feels like she begins and ends or what she needs, it's going to continue to grow as she gets older. Mm -hmm. And so recognizing it's not always comfortable, but it's so, so important. And so that is one example. It's those little things that kind of come up where you're like, oh my gosh, she totally just set a boundary. And I was laughing knowing we're moving into the series thinking I'm going to probably be (laughs) even more aware of these moments Mm -hmm. as they come up. So that is one area as well. It's so good. I just feel like as I would say about everything that we discuss here on Mercy Talk, how good and wonderful is it to imagine you carrying these things mm-hmm. and you understanding these things and living them out on on such a level that you are literally passing them on to your kids without yeah. even realizing it, you know, and just being able to be equipping mm-hmm. our kids with this kind of it's stuff so is huge. huge. And I would once again, plug, there's Boundaries with Kids. That's another book that they have written. I have yep. not read that one yet, but I have absolutely decided that whenever the day comes that mm-hmm. we have kids, I will be picking that one up because, oh my goodness, how much do I want to equip yes. my kids with this for as early as possible? Because thinking through, okay, if my daughter knows how to set boundaries and has permission in our home mm-hmm. to respectfully set boundaries... Mm-hmm how that's positioning her then and I see it at school she'll have just recently she had a friend that was not being very kind to her and she had no issue with going what you were saying to me is unkind and it's hurting my feelings can you please stop yeah I mean that was not hard for her because she she has the verbiage she she has some security in her life she knows what it looks like to be like that's not cool she also is very justice minded so if it's unfair she gets a little fired up (laughs) do you know what I mean but for her to even recognize as a sixth grader that not only do I know how but I actually am going to do this and let them figure out what they're going to do I think the friendship has actually kind of shifted a little because this girl is kind of at that stage where she's not being very kind and my daughter's just not going to do that so mm -hmm. it's been really neat to see but like you said Mel it doesn't mean that I have it on lockdown it just means that I've done that healing in a different way in my life 
where I did not, I was not taught this stuff as a kid. So mm-hmm. when I moved into my twenties and started healing and working through stuff, there's nothing cooler than being a parent, knowing that your child is carrying something that you didn't carry. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? I, I compare her life to where I was at certain stages of her life. And I'm like, my goodness, how much different it is mm-hmm. when you make the choice to really follow God and say, Lord, I'm giving you permission to heal some things in me and teach me some things. Suddenly you find yourself giving it away to your kids and the people in your life. And it's just neat to watch mm-hmm. where she just carries boundaries well because she's been taught and given permission. Mm -hmm. And I would say the other area too is, you know, there's there's the expectations in the home when we get to the specifics. You know, she has boundaries about what she's expected to do or not do. The way that our children speak to us and speak to others, there's boundaries around those areas. Like I said, teaching them boundaries with their peers. What does it look like to really allow certain people to treat you certain ways? And if it's not okay, you have permission and a place to respectfully let them know that that's not okay. So as you do that, thinking through down the road when my daughter is married and has her own children, she's going to be positioned so much differently to walk in healthy relationship because she knows where she begins and ends differently Mm -hmm. than I know I did. Mm -hmm. And it's just such a cool, cool thing. I almost find it comical that Cloud and Townsend have boundaries with kids and then they also have boundaries with teens. (laughs) Because clearly it's a whole different ballgame when it comes to teenagers. But I think that that's really great that they have differentiated Mm -hmm. the two and as they're growing and as they're getting older and as they're gaining more independence, what does it look like? How do those things shift? And so I just love that they've actually, you know, catered to both. Mm -hmm. And that that is such a challenge because as you know, your kids continue to grow and move into different levels of independence, they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. Boundaries look different, you know, that they have different curfew and they have different expectations and you want to begin to, it's such a challenge. And I, I don't know that yet personally, but counseling teenage girls and talking with their parents a lot, they're still in your home. They're still under, you're paying their bills still a lot of the time. Like there is still a ownership you have of them. They're not 18. They're not in college yet, but they're in that in-between stage where they need to be moving into new levels of independence. They need to be making choices for themselves. There needs to be a breaking off and moving forward. And what does boundaries look like with that? That mm-hmm. is a whole nother level too. I'm not even going to try and totally speak into it this moment because <laughs> I hadn't been there or done it's that. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. But really recognizing, okay, my kids are at a different stage than they yeah. were and continuing to equip ourselves to make sure that we're positioning them for success in every area, especially mm-hmm. in the area of boundaries. And we would say too, I think the the other relationship to hit on specifically is really when it comes to our coworkers, our friends, you know, those people that we spend Mm -hmm. really honestly, if you think about it, a lot of the day with, these are the other people outside of our family that we spend a large chunk of time with. What does it look like to set boundaries around everybody carrying their load on projects or not gossiping in your presence or being on time for things? Mm -hmm. Some of those things Mm -hmm. that you know, aren't going to break the bank or this big deal at the end of the day, but they are irritancies. They do break down relationship. They make life hard when people don't have good boundaries around those things. So what Mm -hmm. does it look like to have space with your coworkers or your friends to say, hey, when you are late to meetings every time, it really throws off the entire team. Mm -hmm. Or when you're not carrying your load with what we need to be doing, it makes it hard for everybody. Is this something that you'd be willing to really look at? Not easy conversations, but really, really important and having boundaries in those relationships as well. That's good. Well, you know, I think we've talked through a few of, I guess, more prominent relationships that (laughs) most most everyone relates to at some level or another. But, you know, I definitely want to be sure before we close today that we recognize that there are some of of you who may be even listening today that really might be facing more significant 
challenges um, and situations that are going to require some pretty strong boundaries to be laid out. You know, if you are struggling or dealing with an issue of any sort of abuse or, uh, you know, maybe alcoholism or drug use or something in your family Mm -hmm. or, or people that you're close to, you definitely have permission to do what you need to do to to even protect yourself right. physically and find a place of, of safety emotionally physically and spiritually you know those are the things that again I think we go back to just this idea that boundaries are about you taking responsibility for yourself and so you need to be sure that you are in a situation that you are you are going to be safe and that you're going to be able to be healthy and so in those situations you know it's going to be important that you report things as needed that you seek out help as needed And honestly, I mean, at the end of the day, those types of situations, they're not just going to go away. In fact, they'll probably probably get worse until you decide that you're going to make some changes to um, to protect yourself. And in the end, that is the only only way. And that's the only hope that someone else is going to change, Mm -hmm. Um, because if you continue to enable them, whether it is abuse or alcoholism or whatever it is, if you continue to enable that behavior, there's not going to be any anything that's going to encourage them to change. That's right. And so not only are you protecting yourself, but you are actually setting the stage for them to hopefully Mm -hmm. make some changes in their own life. And so I would definitely encourage you. I mean, Jen, I think that you probably have some, yeah, you some know, specific mm-hmm. resources, prayer lines. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about, there's something to be said about having accountability, people in your life, especially if you're facing some of these things. Mm-hmm. Do not do this alone. Get some people around you that are praying for you, that are holding you accountable, that are helping to make sure that you're rooted and grounded and in a good place yeah. so that then you're you have the clarity of mind and thought to be able to really pray through how do I begin to manage these things? Are there interventions that are needed? Do boundaries need to be set? Like there's a lot that goes into these things and we don't ever want to come across like it's just this lighthearted thing because we recognize when we launch into conversations like boundaries, it's for real. Mm -hmm. Like this is not just feel good conversation. We know that there is a lot that goes into this and even consequences for people good most of the time, but, you know, process and hard stuff. And so with that, we want to make sure that we're also equipping you with good resources and prayer lines and that kind of thing. And so with that, we have a variety of just our national resources, prayer lines that we encourage people to call in. Sometimes you just need to call and have someone pray for you. One of the best ones that is right at the top of our list is through Focus on the Family, and that's 800-232-6459. There's a a variety of other ones that you can call in and look to, but even if you are looking for a Christian counselor, That's another thing that we also encourage is that if you're looking for a Christian counselor in your area and you're just needing someone to talk to, another resource that you can look up is aacc.net. That is the American Association of Christian Counselors website that will show you Christian counselors in your area, which is also a really helpful thing. Mm -hmm. But really making sure that, you know, you're connecting with your church, you're looking at resources in your area, just making sure that you're equipped to make the decisions that you need to make and that you're safe. Like Mm -hmm. you said, that's first and foremost, but from there that you're positioning yourself to move forward in healing and wholeness. And then hopefully the other people, there's a ripple effect that begins to shift out into those relationships in your life as well. Yes. So Mel, as we really get ready to, you know, wrap up our conversation this week, I know we don't always do this on Mercy Talk every week, but I feel like let's just go ahead and pray for our listeners Mm -hmm. as we get ready to shift out at the end of January already. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. And move into February. So let's pray. 
Lord, we just want to lift up every single person, Father, that is listening to this this series on boundaries, Lord, but specifically today as we talk through what it looks like to set boundaries in the certain relationships in our lives, Lord, we recognize that boundaries sometimes hurt, but they don't harm. But that also doesn't make them easy, Lord, that there is nothing easy about setting boundaries. But we thank you, God, that you modeled that to us. Mm-hmm. You showed us what it looks like. And in that, you gave us permission to do the very things that we need to do for ourselves to make sure that we're in a place of healing and wholeness and health, but also to position the people in our lives that we deeply, deeply love, Lord, to position them to continue to grow and move forward as well. And so we thank you, Lord, that even as we pray, we know that you see and know every person, every detail, every need. And so we just continue to pray over our listeners, Lord. We thank you Mm -hmm. for them. We thank you for their lives. We thank you for their desire to know you more and to grow and to move forward in their lives. And we just pray that you would meet every need, that your voice, Father, would speak straight into the heart of the matter, that you give them the direction that they need, the guidance they need, and the decisions that they need to make. And to show them, Lord, what do boundaries look like for them? What does it look like in their relationships, Lord? What fruit will come from the boundaries that they put in place? And Lord, would you give them the courage to do what they need to do? We thank you for who you are and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I know, Jen, that you know over the course of last year, we would go from one topic to the next each month, but mm-hmm. we are going to continue on with this topic <laughs> yes, of boundaries because we, we could keep doing this all year, I think. But for the month of February, we're going to continue on this conversation. Uh, conversation about boundaries and next week we're going to really focus in on boundaries for helpers yes. and for those who have those big old hearts to help other people man this can be a tough one yep. so we definitely encourage you you know honestly if you just love other people and want to help other people we encourage you to tune in next week because we'll hopefully have some some more helpful you know tools and information and principles for you to take from that so we hope to see you next week mm-hmm.